Welcome to the podcast, Confessions of a Leader. I'm your host, Steve Priscilla. Have you paid attention to how often you or people around you say the words, I have to, I should, I really need to, I must, I really ought to, I'm expected to, probably not. But when we stop and think about it, we know that it happens a lot. Don't get me wrong, there are things or duties in our lives that we have to honor, like our families, our job descriptions, our mortgages, our word, just to name the most common. But if we've taken on a long-term dedicated commitment, we are to honor it within the agreement. But even within the boundaries of those obligations, there are always choices that we can make that will strengthen our sense of autonomy, ownership, and purpose. Most of our have-tos, shoulds, needs, musts, oughts, and expectations are not tied up to those of our duties. They're tied up to things and circumstances we have control over, but yet we let those control us. And the result? Overwhelm, lack of autonomy, lack of purpose, and thus lack of joy and zest for life and the work we do. Now, I used to operate and schedule my life and time around all the things I thought I should do and what I thought was set in stone that I had to do in order to be a good person or to create results. And that eventually stripped me of joy and zeal, and I had to make a conscious decision a few years ago to stop doing that. And now I operate from a place of choice. I get to choose what to do. I get to choose where to focus my attention, and I get to choose how I prioritize, and I get to choose who I work with. And that has shifted my experience from a place of duty to a sense of resolution. And with resolution comes peace, peace of body and peace of mind. About five years ago, I was so stressed out doing all of the have tos, shoulds, musts, and the rest of the gang that my body said, enough already, stop, this is wrong, this isn't living, it's not working, it's destructing. You are single-handedly robbing yourself and the world of what you really have to offer. But I was so disillusioned that I was afraid that the world would go on without me and leave me behind if I got off the hamster wheel and did it my way. But man, was I wrong. You know the saying, stop and smell the roses? Well, you know what happens when you take time to actually stop and smell the roses? You take a deep breath, inhaling in through your nose, filling your lungs with the wonder drug of all wonder drugs, oxygen. And when you inhale oxygen deeply, you're suddenly reminded of what it feels like to take a deep breath. And you become aware that you actually can't remember the last time you took a deep breath. And then you do it again. And then you do it again. And one more time. And suddenly you start to feel dizzy, a bit lightheaded and wonderfully woozy, just from breathing air. It's the first thing that babies do when they come into the world. And it's the last thing a person does before leaving this world. Draw breath. The most natural thing in the world becomes distorted when we're out of balance. Because when we're stressed, we tend to hold our breath uh, or we breathe rapid, shallow breaths. 
And what happens is that we deprive our bodies from the amount of oxygen we need to maintain optimal health and feel a sense of well-being. And this results in a series of conditions ranging from tiredness, headaches, muscle tension, insomnia, to more serious conditions like anxiety, depression, and cardiovascular issues. When I stopped and smelled the roses back then, I made a conscious decision to start to question myself, my motives, my actions, and make sure that what I decided to do made sense to me. It didn't matter if it made sense to others. It had to make sense to me. FOMO is real, you guys, and it's one of the greatest threats to you operating in your zone of genius. Fear of missing out will make you focus on what others are doing, how they're doing it, what they are saying you should do, instead of following your own convictions and your own gut feeling on what seems right to you. And the thing that has worked for me is to follow my gut, my inner person. And sometimes I've confused my gut feelings with some bad shrimp. But mostly when I've focused on what I know in my gut is the right thing for me to do, I have made good and wise decisions. The times I've failed or had a less than fortunate result, I can most of the time pinpoint where I went wrong. I can tell you the red flag or flags that I dismissed because I so wanted it to be right. But I've stopped beating myself up for it. Now I learn from it. I've said no to opportunities that a few years ago would have, I would have gone for. Uh, and I've let go of connections others would strive for because I've followed my gut. And I have no regrets. So if you're listening and you sense you should be doing your life or your career in a way that's more true to what you believe is the good and right way to do it, then I can tell you that you already have what it takes to start making that shift. You don't need others' approval. You don't need their validation. You don't have to do what every self-proclaimed expert is telling you is the only way. You don't even have to take my word for it. Be curious and figure it out for yourself. Hey, as long as you honor your duties, because that's what decent people do, and as long as you lead with kindness and sincerity, you will create a life and career of joy and purpose, not only for yourself, but for those around you. When I started my current company, Acer Dixon, in 2017, I did it following my gut, my inner person, what I believed to be true. And I decided not to pay attention to what my competitors did because it wasn't really relevant because they aren't me. We might be doing some of the same things or having some of the same goals, ideas, or intentions, but our ways of reaching those goals will be different. My approach is built from my collection of personal and professional experiences, a large variety of educational courses, books, studies, conversations, discussions, relationships, and deep-rooted values and convictions. At first, it was hard to avoid the comparison trap because they were always in my face. In my Facebook feed, that is. I eventually had to unfollow in order to maintain focus on my own journey because there's always someone telling us the right or wrong way of doing things 
even when we're not asking. I read somewhere that others' business is none of our business, and their opinion of us is not our business either. That's solid advice. It's wisdom. And I've made peace with the fact that I may not be everyone's cup of tea, and by doing so, I got to experience that I am someone's choice of flavor. In life and business, there's really no point in working with people or companies who don't dance to the same beat as us because we just keep stepping on each other's toes and it only leads to frustration, pain, and slow progression at best. And the great thing about leading with our guts is that we won't have to chase clients. They'll find us and we'll find each other effortlessly. And that's been my experience of being true to who I am and what I value. It attracts those who wear the same scent. We recognize each other very quickly and it feels familiar and right. There's no pretense and trust builds naturally. I haven't had to hustle and grind since I started this business. I've worked hard, really hard. And I've worked long days. I've worked weekends and holidays, but I've also rested hard when I needed it without feeling bad about it. So when you love what you do and it comes naturally to you, you can do more without getting tired because it fuels you. But we all need to rest. And it gets our creative juices flowing and gives room for reflection. Am I on track? Am I off track? Do I need to reset my direction? Do I need to speed up or slow down? Life is short, you guys. We don't want to end up regretting we didn't live true to our own values and beliefs when we in fact have a choice to steer in that direction. So my challenge for you today is to ask your gut this one question. In what area do I know I need to make a shift so I can start enjoying my life and work again? And it might be uncomfortable and for some even painful. But acknowledgement is the first step in taking your power back. It may sound cheesy, but it still is true. One life. We've got one life on earth. So how are you going to live it? There's a lot of great stuff going on in my life and work right now. And I'm protecting my peace by not getting caught up in the hustle and grind. I'm choosing where to focus my energy and attention. And the thought has even crossed my mind that starting a podcast in the middle of this wasn't ideal. But then I questioned myself, says who? And who says they're right? Who says there's only one way to create a successful podcast? There is no right time. There is no perfect time. There's only now. And this is when I did it. And I enjoy it. And I'm going to prove that you don't have to do what all of the experts say, that you have to show up consistently every week on the same day and follow a winning method to build a successful podcast. I'm going to show up as myself in this time in my life and in this place in my life. And I'm going to work with the aim to inspire you to reflect and act. Don't wait for things to be perfect, for the timing to be perfect, for the circumstance to be perfect, to have the perfect uh, equipment or have the perfect 
outline or have the perfect setup in your life before you do the thing you need to do. Because the truth is, then you're probably not going to do it. So if you know there's a shift you have to make, just do it. Just start. Start where you are, with what you have. And I promise you, as you keep progressing, as you keep moving forward, as you keep getting back up, if you fall down or if you make a mistake, just keep going at it and you will, you will come through. So my friend, I'd love to know that you get a notice when the next episode comes out. So hit that subscribe button and let's hang out again soon. And until then, I wish you a great day in service to your family, your workplace, and your community. Enjoy life. Neat Leva.